We're just okay, and we play some movies. Games. We're just okay, movie games. watchers. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just Okay Movies. I'm your host, Biggie Size, and today we're going to talk gunfights in film. Now, no doubt, one of the most exciting set piece of any film is a gunfight. You know, there, there's there, there's life on the line. You know, if our main character gets shot, then I mean, in theory, they're out of the movie completely. So you would hope that. Uh, at that point, when fights like that break out, you have some vested interest in your character in what they're trying to accomplish. And a gunfight's a, a great way of uh, progressing the story very rapidly, if need be. It can be something very subtle, as three men standing in a triangle formation waiting to see who will draw first. Or it could be something epic, like storming the beaches of Normandy uh, to take down the uh, oppressive uh, Nazi regime. Or uh, maybe like more of a sci-fi flavor, you know, the um, fight in Star Trek First Contact aboard the Enterprise, where we have Picard and Data trying to take down the Borg Queen. All those are great set pieces where you're you're involved with the story. You you want to see the the quote unquote good guys uh, win, and I think it's a it's a great topic to talk about, and it's it's one I'm also very interested in hearing what your opinions are. On the best gunfights in in cinema, uh, so uh, definitely send us an email at justokmovies at gmail .com or shoot us a, a voicemail. Uh, you can go to the, our website justokmovies to find that voicemail number. So I think I'll just sit and talk about some of my favorite ones and uh, and, and let me know what you all think. Uh, the first one that comes to mind, and it's the one I mentioned uh, in the intro, was the um, the three people standing in a triangle. Uh, waiting to see who draws first, and that comes straight from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. That's the Clint Eastwood uh, film. It's a great movie. It's one of my favorites. I've I've only maybe seen it, I don't know, two or three times. I remember the first time I saw it, uh, there was a small uh, a theater that inside my hometown of Etowah. A lot of plays and stuff go on there. It probably doesn't even see maybe 80 people. It's a small auditorium. And every now and then they would set up a projector and show some old films. And that was one of them. And I remember being so encapsulated in the uh, aesthetic, in the story. Uh, the story is you have Clint Eastwood, who I I can't remember at that point. if he I believe he's a bounty hunter at that point. And um, he gets captured uh, and kind of drug around the desert for most of the film. Until he finally kind of gains his uh, composure again and is able to uh, thwart his captor and is searching for this, I, I believe it was the uh, like gold that was buried in the uh, uh, grave of one person who had stolen it. I'm, I'm trying to remember. It's been a long time since I've watched the film. So you're kind of following him around. There's this uh, two other people who are also after it as well. And at the very end, they get their answer. And Clint Eastwood actually has the answer, uh, but he's cornered by the other uh, two people. So he writes it on a stone and puts it in the middle of the circle. And they all stand uh, in this triangle formation with their hands on their guns waiting to see who draws first. So you have this super tense moment where all three of them are just kind of looking at each other, waiting to see who's going to make the first move. And what's awesome about that scene is 
a little before it, Clint Eastwood actually takes the bullets out of one of the guy's guns, the, the, the kind of dumber character, and he doesn't know it. So really, Clint Eastwood is only worried about the other guy, the other one who's kind of on his same level of, uh, of uh, intelligence, I guess you could say. And he ends up winning. And it's it's just a great moment. All the build-up to that moment is just fantastic. Uh, it's a simple spaghetti western film, but it is an absolute classic that I would recommend anyone to watch. Just for that scene alone. I, I definitely did not do it justice, and it has been a while since I've watched it. Uh, but that scene alone is just iconic in a, uh, in a in a simple, subtle gunfight scene that built up its intensity just by how invested you get with the story and caring about uh, Clint Eastwood getting that um, getting that treasure. Uh, the next one, I, I guess it's it's a pretty common one. I really really enjoyed. Well, I mean, in the Matrix, there's all kinds of fight scenes. You know, it's hard to just pick one. Uh, I think the one in particular that's just truly iconic is when uh, more. Um, I'm sorry, Neo and Trinity are going after Morpheus. It's got all the scenes that have become, you know, that have been memed to death by other films, things like that. You know, you've got the the classic bullet dodging scene that is just, it's still just badass to this day. And at that time, it was, you didn't really see a lot of slow-mo stuff in film. At least I can't recall any. Not, not on that level, or at least done in that style. So it was iconic for a reason, because it was truly truly original and just badass i mean everyone had to do at least once in their life even as just just as a joke just doing the whole like backward diving bullet dodging thing it's so cool uh so that's a great scene uh from that film and especially it's the the agent's characters are so neat because at that point they're just so tough you can't kill them and you have this one guy who at that point is willing to stand up and 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 uh show that he's not totally afraid of them and it's cool to see that character progression throughout the whole film there, there's a lot more underlying philosophical questions going on in that film and which is why i my dad and i at the time we had rented the dvd and watched it we turned around and watched it another like three times in a row because we just wanted to wrap our heads around what was going on i think it just we were surprised we weren't expecting a film like that to be pretty deep I would say, uh, very, very deep. And, uh, it just seems like that also just hyped up your, your adrenaline, just got you really into it. And, and also the very ending part, uh, the fight, gun fight in the movie is really good where, you know, Neo looks like he's been beaten, he's been shot and, uh, he, he's going to die. But in his mind, you know, n none of this is real. N none of this is actual life. So he was able to resurrect himself and, I mean, that's just great. That that's just that's a fun movie, and that's a good fight, especially because you care so much about that character. I think that's the main theme. You know, you can have a gunfight, you can have the best looking gunfight money can buy, but if you don't care about the character, if you don't care about the story, then what's it for? You know, you got some people, you know, shooting some guns, you know, having some CGI splatter. It's not great. You know, you you've got to have that that foundation to really make a good movie, regardless of a gunfight, but especially for a gunfight, if you want to have intensity. 
and there's probably one one movie I'll mention next that I guess I'm going to break that rule a little bit because I don't remember the character, I don't remember the story, but I remember the fight at the end. And that was the movie uh, Enemy of the State with uh, Will Smith and I think uh all uh God, I can't even remember the guy's name. Uh who was in that film as well. The very ending scene, I can't tell you a damn thing about the movie. I do not remember the story. I think something about Will Smith was thought to be he was someone else and they're chasing him to try to kill him. Uh, I can't remember. But the very end scene, we have two of these opposing, I think they're gangs, are in this room. And things just get like ratcheted up to 11. And they start blowing each other away. And I believe Will Smith like dives under the table that the two uh, opposing parties are meeting. They like stand up, pull out their guns, and just start blasting. And it doesn't sound very exciting. And I would say if you just had a, a camera just looking at them, you know, like at a wide angle, it wouldn't be. But the editing was very interesting. I'm sure there's a somewhere on YouTube. I might try to look it out, look it up, and tweet it uh, of this scene, but. And it's kind of hard to explain. It's like the camera's focusing like intensely on both sides, like going back and forth. And like uh, this color, the strange color, because the movie is very gray and blue. It's very depressing looking movie. But at this point when the guns are firing, I think it's like the muzzle flash off the guns. They're both blasting each other. You don't see anyone necessarily falling at first, but it's just the most intense moment from a boring ass movie. And it is, it sticks in my mind to this day. And I think that's pretty incredible from a movie that I could barely get through. And that very end scene just gets ratcheted up out of nowhere. And it's because of this gunfight. And still going from my rule I talked about before of having, you know, an exciting story, memorable characters. This movie had none of that, but it had a very interesting style. Uh, for its ending scene. I think there's something to say about that. And I kind of, you know, now talking about it, I kind of want to go back and watch that again. Maybe it wasn't that bad of a movie, but I I think if it was better, I would have remembered more about it. But then again, my memory is horrific. Here I'm, you know, trying to explain Good, Bad, the Ugly, one of my favorite films. I don't even remember the whole plot of the story. So maybe, maybe I'm not the best judge for if that movie was any good or not. But, uh, but just for that scene alone, I would, uh, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, as for a- another one I I really like, I know I've talked about it probably a lot on this pod now. I know a couple of episodes back, I think we got an email about a scene that really moved us. And I mentioned Saving Private Ryan and the opening scene with uh, Normandy. And I'll, I'll talk about that again. I won't go too far into it. Uh, but... I feel like that is definitely a, a scene, a gunfight scene that has a lot of emotion behind it. Uh, and it's it's a little different uh, than something like uh, Good and Bad and the Ugly. But I do feel that the history behind it made that scene very powerful. You know, you, you can have scenes where you're just blasting each other, the smithereens, and you, you, it's fun to watch, and you may care a little bit about what's going on, but a scene like that, knowing that was real life, and they probably got as close as they possibly could on screen to make you feel like that's actually going on. You know, 
that's a difficult thing to do. You know, you have reenactments, and I'm sure you can have a really good reenactment. Uh, you know, you could watch on television or, or go to in person, and they try their hardest to get that as um, real as possible. And maybe for those reenactors, it is emotional because you know they're excited to do this or trying to get into that mindset. Um, but you know, still, you you know it's fake. You know, no no one's really getting hurt. And it's the same thing with a film. You know no one's really getting hurt. So it really takes that perfect touch to elevate that to you feel like you're actually there on the beaches watching it happen as it happens. Even though it's been, oh my God, you know, 1940s. You know, that, that's it's been a long time. So we're very disconnected from that event. But Spielberg... I might hate on him for Ready Player One to give him some shit. You know, he's the next Ridley Scott and that he's a hack. But he can make a very compelling emotional scene. And I don't think anyone can argue about that. And maybe that's why I was so mad about Ready Player One. Was I know he can make a good film with emotion and care and love, and that film just did not feel like it. It felt like he he was there just to film maybe 15 minutes worth of live-action shots and threw the rest to the animators, but that's another point. Saving Private Ryan, that scene, and really the whole film, but especially that part, the lead-up to it was so well done, you know, starting with the graveyard, showing all the dead soldiers. You know, all of us, uh, I'm sure, have grandparents or, or uh, yeah, our grandparents pretty much, or parents maybe, uh, who fought in World War II. So we have that connection to it already. And, and as a country, we have a connection to that war as being a very pivotal moment in our country's uh, status in the world. And so there's a lot riding there, and seeing that person go and, and fall next to the graveside really sets the tone for the entire film. And then we go straight into the Normandy invasion, and it's powerful. You know, that that's a massive gunfight scene, thousands versus thousands. You know, a bunch of people running up the hill, getting shot down by, you know, uh, like a wall of lead. And it's a massive gunfight. And nothing's really at stake because it's a film, but we're put into that moment, and it's powerful. You know, I feel the same way from you know, talking about Good and Bad, the Ugly, where we have backstory. We have an understanding of that character's uh, emotions, their intentions, and whether if we necessarily agree or not, we're kind of tied to them. And, and that makes for a compelling scene. And I think we're all very tied to what our, uh, um, our forefathers and everything did at Normandy. And... It, and it's and it still resonates with us today, and especially seeing it done in, in such a compelling way that Spielberg did, it is very powerful. So I would definitely rank that as being one of my uh, favorite gunfight scenes. And I was almost kind of hate to just call it a gunfight. It, it is, it is, it's a gunfight, uh, but it's definitely a very powerful one. So. As I said earlier, you know, I'm very interested to hear about what are your favorite gunfight scenes in film. I know there's so many more I haven't touched. I'm sure there's other ones I, I care way more for than the ones I even spoke of here. Uh, I mean, you've got great ones like uh, 
the gunfight in Heat. I think it's probably one of the more iconic ones where uh, you know have this awesome fight in uh, I can't remember if it's downtown New York or where they're at. They're like weaving through cars and and fighting the police. I mean, it's a very awesome scene that just keeps going and going and then you got these like lull moments and it ratchets it back up it's great uh scarface is definitely another really good one the very end gunfight i mean that is truly a cinema cinematic iconic piece one guy versus i don't know dozens and uh and it's also driven by uh, a build-up of this character who started out with very earnest intentions and got wrapped up in this uh drug world and you see him just fall apart and it's, uh, it's fascinating. It's a lot of fun. But let me know, please. I would love to hear your thoughts on one of your favorite gunfight scenes and why they matter to you. And any comments you have on mine, I'd love to hear. But, uh, hey, you all take care. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another review next week. And have a good rest of your week. All right, bye.